Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is Robots on Typewriters, episode number 66. Yeah, that's quite a number. They it's all like, are. It's like a round number in that both numbers are round. Yeah. Like if you draw them. 600 more and you know what that means. Ooh, 600 more devils at your door. 600, 600 less, less devil in a black dress. Ooh, ooh, I like that. <laughs> what is Robots anyway. on Typewriters? Uh, that's a good question. I'm glad you complimented my question. Robots on Typewriters <laughs> is a podcast all about computational creativity, making funny, interesting, artsy, creative stuff with computers or letting computers make that stuff themselves. On this podcast, we have two segments, both of which were named by a random generator. The first segment is the Zesty Hat, in which we highlight something creative using computers, algorithms, AI from around the web. In the second segment, the Trashy Toy, we use some of those toys and tools that we talk about to play a game of our own creation. And this week, it is my turn to wear the Zesty Hat, and oh boy, is it a big one. Who is it, Zesty? Oh boy, it's the, maybe the zestiest hat I've ever worn on this program because this <laughs> is really? Cooey 2019. Yeah, what was Cooey 2019 all about? Cooey was the first international conference on conversational user interfaces. Conversational user interfaces are everything from chatbots to uh, things like Alexa and Siri to sex robots all three of which got their own papers written about them at this conference, as well as many other uh, topics and papers. <laughs> this was organized by my supervisor, Ben Cowan, and the postdoc, who is like my like second and a half supervisor, Lee Clark. Uh, these guys both work at UCD with me, and I was on the organizing committee for this. We had it in Dublin on the 22nd and 23rd of August, and it was just great fun having people from all over the world who are interested in those things uh, that I do research on and having all those people in one place talking about what they've been doing lately. Yeah. So I wanted to do a cooey roundup, uh, just Please. talk about some of the more relevant to this podcast things that I saw and listened to at cooey. So I'm going to try to make all of these kind of quick and jump between a few different things I wanted to talk about. First of all, I'll, of course, pat myself on the back twice. Uh, what's the sound of two hands patting? You're about to hear it. Uh, I had three papers at Cooey <laughs> that I was giving the presentations for. The first two are kind of boring. They were multitasking with Alexa and trust, a need for trust in conversational user interfaces. Uh, those were just serious research papers. The third paper, which we've talked about before on this podcast, was written by the two of us about this podcast, and that yeah. was Chatbots as Unwitting Actors. Unwitting yeah. Comedy Actors? What's the title? I think it's just that, as Unwitting Actors. Yeah, it is indeed. Chatbots as Unwitting Actors. This paper <laughs> about our podcast, which I presented using clips from our podcast, was like 
a pretty big hit, or at least it was the only of my papers that didn't bore people because people kept coming up to me to talk about it afterwards. (laughs) Uh, This was just highlighting how we have played improv games and done scripted acting with chatbots. And people in like the actual like chatbot research community thought that that's like a really cool application and like a something worth doing. So we're on to something here. (laughs) We're on to you. (laughs) So we're on to you. I know you're listening. If you are, welcome to the podcast. I'm glad you decided to start listening. I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you are. So a couple of other papers I want to talk about are things that I thought relate in some way to like the creative side or to things we've talked about before. Uh, One of which is from Eloisa Candelo at IBM Brazil, who had a paper about uh, direct address and user engagement with physically embodied chatbots. I think I told you about this. Uh, If I told you about this on the podcast, you can just stop me. Somebody stop me. Uh, This was a (laughs) museum exhibit in Brazil about a popular book that uh, apparently anyone visiting the museum would have known about. And there were three chatbots that users could come and talk to that represented the three of the main characters in this book. And you sat around a table with like, uh, like a very rough like embodiment of the character. So like at the next chair, there might be like a hat and glasses and like, mm-hmm. that's it. But like three embodiments of the characters like that. And you could ask them questions and you would say to one chatbot or the other, you know, did you betray him? And like that sort of thing, like ask them questions about the plot of the book. And as you asked the question, whatever you typed onto like this iPad that would be at your seat, the words would like swirl around the table, like they would be projected onto the table. They would go into the center of the table, kind of circle around the oh teapot and then head towards the character that they were what? intended at. That is so cool. And then the same would happen as they would answer you and the answer would come oh back. Oh my God. And basically the whole idea of this was just to see if the character using your first name would encourage you to ask more questions to them. Oh, Wow. Um, so that's like a really involved, I mean, it was, <laughs> yeah. I think it was, they were probably contracted to make this like cool exhibit and they decided while they're there, do like a really simple, like experiment hidden within it. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, so that was a really cool, really creative way to use chatbots. Yeah. Um, God, not unlike so cool. how we used them, like using them as <laughs> actors, like playing characters, sure, yeah. but these were like purpose built chatbots that like knew everything about the character and could answer questions. Right. Yeah. Uh, Let's see, some other fun, funny, interesting ones. Uh, There was a paper by Timothy Bickmore and his colleagues at Carnegie Mellon University about uh, chatbots, or uh, not not chatbots, conversational assistants like Siri, Alexa, and Google Assistant, and their use in the medical field. And Mm -hmm. this was looking at, um, they had people ask medical questions in different scenarios to these devices. And then they had a physician rate how safe or dangerous the advice was. And they found somewhat frequently to very frequently the advice given by these things was not only harmful, but lethal. Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) Some some interesting examples I saw. Um, Someone said, hey, I just took 12 Tylenol. And the assistant said, great. Uh, (laughs) Someone else gave asked a question about um, drinking alcohol while on Oxycontin. Um, oh and the 
the device gave back a very long answer about um i i don't even know what it was about it was from it was from the planned parenthood website and it had something mm. to do with uh like plan b medication oh and somewhere in this very long technical answer was the term 10 p.m. So the guy said that asked this question said, oh, and he didn't realize what the context of this answer was. And he said, oh, OK, 10 p.m. So I can drink until 10. Then I have to stop. Um, and the the doctor rated that as lethal advice for someone yeah. on Oxycontin. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What? That is, that is wild. Yeah. So uh, some some contexts, not great for those things. Yeah. <laughs> um, another uh, effortlessly entertaining and interesting set of presentations were by Matthew Aylett of Seraproc. Seraproc's a company that makes uh, synthetic voices and they're also mm. into uh, voice cloning. So they that's both in a, a care context. So for someone who has a disease and they might be losing their voice or they might mm. s- in the future uh, stand to lose their voice, they can make synthetic voices out of their voices. So rather than having a voice that's uh, just generic and doesn't match who you are having a voice yeah. that still sounds like yours after you can't really speak cool i've never even thought about that before somehow that's, that's uh so- they also so he also does voice cloning for celebrity voices Ooh. um and he has a, a pretty darn good donald trump that he was playing <clears throat> oh, wow. a couple times he had it sing old lang sign um, <laughs> weird one of the so the, the context of that was he first presented it in scotland um at kai this past year oh, and then okay. was presenting it again at Cui. Okay. Um, but the context of that paper was really interesting, saying how when chat when those synthetic voices and different applications talk to us, um, they try to sound they often strive to sound as like a human as possible, but that ends up sounding really weird or like yeah, uncomfortable, okay. uncanny. So the the throw of that paper was rather than just try to mimic humans. Um, perhaps these voices should be trying to perform, trying to like act oh, to to fit the role okay. that they're uh, that they're playing. Okay, yeah. Um, he had a paper later called "The Right Kind of Unnatural: Designing a Robot Voice," saying that sometimes when we have robots, uh, we try to make the or their designers will try to make their voices sound kind of mechanical to like mm-hmm. be like, "Haha, see, it's still a robot." But what actually ends up happening is they just sound like really shitty synthesis. Like it sounds like the, it's speech synthesis that was built in the 80s on a ro- on like a really competent robot. Mm-hmm. So uh, Matthew is also making the point there that when we design a robot, we should be thinking about the audience and the context um, and making the voice fit what's happening rather than just like, well, it's a robot. Just do a normal voice, but then make it sound kind of tinny or something. Yeah. And one other bit I thought was worth talking about. The end of the first day, we had an industry panel where we had um, guests from Accenture Fjord, a consultancy company, uh, a guest from Google, a guest from Nokia Bell Labs, and a guest from Voices, a startup here in Dublin. And one topic Mm. that they got onto was ethics in this field. And Connor Whalen, the CEO of Voices, gave a pretty impassioned argument about uh, something that I gave a zesty hat about a couple weeks ago, and that was the oh. democratization of language models. 
saying that oh yeah just like that paper that said you know the output of training a full language model is equal to the energy output of like a car over its lifetime Mm -hmm. uh if done on a gpu connor was making the point that if you're not amazon google microsoft uh or apple you don't have the resources to train like something like gpt2 from scratch right and saying that that's basically unfair to like academics and to small companies and to uh non like non-english speaking countries and uh all sorts of things like that and making the argument that until something is done to democratize uh this field in general to make it more uh fair that anyone can go and use these high uh high cost technologies or that no one can um then we're going to be stuck with a an unjust playing field wow yeah and yeah. i felt a little bit bad for the the guy from google who was there andrew ku <laughs> because he's not so connor is the ceo of voices right uh, andrew ku is not the ceo of google he's a designer <laughs> uh-huh. like, so <laughs> He uh, he was he took it in you know in good humor to hear yeah. that his company was what Connor and many audience members agreed is wrong with the field, but yeah, yeah nothing nothing Andrew <laughs> can do about it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's just a roundup of some of the topics we touched on at Cooey. If you want to hear more about any of these papers. Um, you can contact me directly. I will be happy to share any information about Kui 2019. If you want to see our program, you can go to kui2019.com. I can hook you up with any of the papers or help connect you to any of the authors from that. Uh, yeah, Kui, it was really cool. And we'll be doing yeah. it again next year in 2020. If you think anything I talked about is something you might want to write, write a paper about or even think about in depth, you can uh, look at the Cooey2020.com website, or you can contact me. I'm happy to write a paper with anyone, uh, two-page papers, so they don't have to be, like, super, you know, in-depth or academically minded. It can be fun stuff, like what me and Allison wrote about this podcast, and I'm yeah. happy to help facilitate more cool ideas uh, for this conference. Yeah, and I mean, I can just say from from my perspective, I was like very daunted by the idea of writing an academic paper because I'm like I have I'm firmly outside of academia at the moment and don't really like I'm a I'm a creative writer. So I'm not really well versed in uh, the, the kind of style of writing that academic papers take. But um, Justin was really uh, great about helping me out. and for mostly just assuring me just like. <laughs> Just, just write it, and then we'll like figure it out later. And and he kind of, you know, went through and. Uh, I took what was like a creative writing essay and added a few references to make it an academic essay. Exactly, but I feel like yeah. I didn't change the paper much at all. Well, um, no. And it's about a one and a half page paper. We'll have a yeah. link to that as well from on Twitter that you can check out our paper um, mm-hmm. if you're if you want to see what that kind of paper looks like. And yeah, if you even if you're from firmly outside of academia (laughs) uh you can definitely submit an idea or if you don't have a full idea for a paper just have something that you've been thinking about or want to talk about either of us are always down to chat about that kind of stuff for sure and also we're hoping to have some kind of um video of justin's talk presenting our paper sometime soon so keep an eye out for that i hope that we're able to cobble that together with the recordings that uh you guys got so yeah 
Thank you for yeah. that hat. Well, that's that the was, hat. Yeah. That's a big old Kui shaped hat. Yeah. Um, and now it's time yeah. for a big old post Kui game. A big old post. We're going to post game Kui now by playing a game. <laughs> we're going to um, pre game Kui 2020 starting now. <laughs> starting now. Get fucking ready. Um, yeah. So, uh, in, in honor of our uh, chatbot filled uh, paper, we're going to play with some of our good old friends again today. Um, some of our favorite chatbot buddies. Um, it's going to be a, kind of in the vein of the uh, the RPG that we played with um, using Right With Transformer and uh, when we played with the, the, the Dreamer, Dreamer of Electric Sheep Twitter bot. And I can't remember. Was it just that guy that we used? It was I just, think it was like, just those two. Yeah, this was a, a classic. This was maybe like the, the flagship game in our <laughs> yeah. history so far. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we're going to do something similar and... Uh, this time it's going to be, we're going to, because of the way Right With Transformer works, I can't promise that it's going to exactly follow this format, but I'm hoping to do a murder mystery. Oh. And this is the way we're going to, I should, I she will never hear this or know, but I will give my friend Sarah credit for uh, giving me the murder mystery idea just because she's a big fan of Clue and is always trying to get me to use Clue. Fantastic. <laughs> in, in the podcast. Um I, uh, so what we're going to do here is I'm going to, you, Justin, are going to play a character that it's, it's going to be a pretty bare bones character. It's going to be little more than a kind of, uh, character archetype and a name. And you can just play with that as you will, because murder mystery characters are usually pretty two dimensional. They've got like one thing going for them usually, um, and uh, we are also going to play with two of our other uh, Twitterbot friends, and that they are Cleverbot and Mitsuki. Um, uh, two stars of two the presentation stars. I gave, Cleverbot yes, and Mitsuki. Yeah. Um, so I'm also going to try to cast uh, Mitsuki and Cleverbot with an archetype. I don't know how well it's 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 gonna. They're not gonna really know what's yeah. going on, but we'll just we'll treat them accordingly. So since we might have some new listeners, I do want to run through what all of the oh, please, things yeah. we're using are today. Please. So right with Transformer is a tool made by Hugging Face in which you can use the language model GPT-2. Um, it's like a, uh, it's based on transformers, which are like really fancy neural networks to complete your sentences or paragraphs or ideas. So you can write something that you want to write and then hit the tab key and the transformer tool will just write a bunch of extra stuff in there and you can pick which of the three options you like. So you can collaboratively write using uh, GPT-2, OpenAI's transformer-based language model. Mitsuku is a Lebner Prize entry chatbot. The Lebner Prize is a, um, a competition where people try to make the most human-like chatbot they can. And Mitsuku won in 2013, 2016, 17, and 18. Um, Damn. Yeah, and Cleverbot is... Just a, a good old fashioned general purpose chit chat, uh, chit chat bot, chit chat chat bot that's been around forever. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was it began as a project in 1986 and went online in 1997. Wow, I don't know if I realized how old Cleverbot was. Cleverbot is like all of our grandpas in the world of chatbots. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
All right, so why don't we, Justin, first, because, uh, so I'm also going to be using a couple of random generators from randomlist.com, which is just a big collection of all kinds of random generators. I've made my own for two of them here, um, and I would like you to open the first link that I've given you here on this document, which is, it's going to be a random generator of uh, murder mystery archetypes, kind of just like stock characters, and tell me what you get. Oh, I am the roguish bad boy. Ooh, the roguish bad boy. Okay. Is that who I am? Yes, this is going to be who you are. Um, Uh, What do you mean going to be? That is who I am. Uh, Yeah, I was going to say, you won't even have to try. Just be yourself, man. Um, And then uh, go down to the next one and just just pick a name for yourself. This is just the random list, random name generator. It's going to be a first name and a last name. My name is Ethan Bowen. Sounds about right. Okay. Now I'm going to come up with an archetype for Mitsuki. Mitsuku. Ooh, it's Mitsuku. Uh, You'll find there is a U in the last letter. Oh, no. Okay, Mitsuku. I've been saying that wrong. I thought you were going to tell me you're on the wrong chat bot and there's like some (laughs) imposter. (laughs) No, not one bit. Um, Mitsuku is going to be an old cat lady. And her name is Layla Riddle. Mm. Oh my Any god, is she from the, the Harry Potter universe? Yeah, the riddles of Little Hangleton. Layla. <laughs> Etc. And now, Cleverbot. Am I saying that one right? Uh, it's Cleverbot. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Cleverbot too. There's a U on the end. <laughs> it's actually Cleverbot's monster, common misconception. <laughs> Uh, all right, Cleverbot. Oh, I think he's gonna do just fine. He is the drunk. <laughs> uh, perfect. What if Cleverbot's name was a misprint and it's always was meant to be Clever Boy? <laughs> it's actually just a boy on the other end. <laughs> One very busy boy typing away. <laughs> and okay, he is gonna be named Tanner Barrera. Tanner Barrera. Wow. Okay. So I've got Tanner, Layla, and myself, Ethan. Yes, correct. Crazy cat lady, drunk, and I'm the roguish (laughs) bad boy. Yeah, quite a collection. Uh, I don't know how you guys all got invited to the same dinner, but uh, (laughs) it is what it is. Um, This might be like a family gathering. Oh, yeah. I think those two are like single aunt and uncles from like different sides of the family. Um, Yeah. I'm oh. like the teenager that doesn't want to be there, like too old to sit at the kids' table, yeah. but like doesn't want to be at the adults' table. Yeah. Um, why don't we? I, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm going to random up just a couple more pairs of um, of archetypes and uh, names just to just to populate the world with some NPCs, and we can use them as we like. And actually, first, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make the um, I'm gonna make up. The, the murder victim. Um, and so this is going to be a duchess named Madeline Hicks. <laughs> Classic <Okay>. regal name. <laughs> the Baroness Hicks. <laughs> oh, the Duchess Hicks. Hmm, of the Cambridge Hickses? <laughs> the Cambridge Hickses. Sounds like some kind of like a Beverly Hills, very Beverly <laughs> Hillbillies kind of situation. Yeah, that was the BBC version. <laughs> okay, so uh, I have I random up. Uh, we we I've got three NPCs that we can just um, have bopping around here. Um, 
to fill out the world. We've got oh, the dandy. These names are tremendous. Right? They're familiar. I was going to say they're familiar because I'm looking at the name that I'm about to read. They're um, not because it's a familiar name. It just <laughs> sounds like <laughs> so familiar. My dear Maximilian Nielsen. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, so we've got the dandy whose name is Maximilian Nielsen, which is Checks phenomenal. Um, we have the spiritual, the spiritualist whose name is Eve Ward, also checks out. Really close to evil Ward. <laughs> no, it's crazy. Um, and then we've got a mad scientist named Tiana Kirby. And you're um, probably saying, doesn't check out. First of all, you're a sexist. Second of all, <laughs> my undergraduate supervisor, Professor Kirby. Um, all right. So um, now that we've got our we've got our cast of characters here, um, Justin, I'm going to ask you to open up that uh, other long random list link, which is a list of rooms, and we are going to decide how and where uh, Duchess Madeline Hicks was murdered. <laughs> and um, I'm gonna generate a sentence i'm just, i'm gonna formulate that into a sentence and then feed that to write with transformer as well as probably Perfect. i'll tell right with transformer like here are all the people present uh the duchess hicks was killed in the billiards room okay and then the, this, the last link there is a um object generator so you can tell me the murder weapon the murder weapon was bread <laughs> okay <laughs> What was Bread doing in the billiards room? <laughs> uh, well, first of all, I'm guessing it means she was p- poisoned, dare I say. <laughs> Second of all, I tried to say that slowly to buy myself time to come up with a pun that connects Bread and billiards, but you I don't one? have it. <laughs> okay, roll? The roll? Something about roll? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something <laughs> roll about roll. What, <laughs> something great. about roll is what was happening there. <laughs> Um, all right, so I'm gonna write the Duchess Madeline Hicks was murdered in the billiards room with bread. <laughs> know your role. Okay. Stay in your lane. Uh-huh. 21 means 21. Remember your fun. <laughs> that that guy is like a specter. You have to see me. someone die in an underage drunk driving accident to see that guy. He's like a festival <laughs> from Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm so mad that Cornflake isn't like, like everybody doesn't know about him because it is just what a Hey, he's going to pop off of one of these days. I be, have uh, searched for him. I'm sure you did not find him. Okay. So this is what I have, uh, this is what I've fed to, to write with Transformer. The Duchess Madeline Hicks was murdered in the billiards room with bread. The bad boy Ethan Bowen, old cat lady Layla Riddle, the drunk Tanner Barrera, the dandy Maximilian Nielsen, the spiritualist Eve Ward, and the mad scientist Tiana Kirby were all in attendance at the manor. So let's see, let's get something going here, and then I will give you all, um, you can, I mean, you can pretty much butt in whenever you would like as All right, can I roll for perception? Please, yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't have anything to tell you, but. Uh, I'll roll. I got glass. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Tiana Kirby said, my God, she must be the murderer. Who? Who do you mean, Tiana? Ooh, I love this. Tiana Kirby's wife said, we're all mad. Who do you think is her wife? It's gotta be Eve Ward, right? And it's like a weird, like, you know, left brain, right brain. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And Um, also, we're all mad sounds like the kind of thing that Eve Ward might say. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 
I'm gonna, uh, why don't I give somebody else the chance? I'm gonna give one of the chatbots the chance to respond. Yeah. Uh, let's go with Mitsuku, whose name is Layla Riddle. Layla. You killed her with the bread, Layla. <laughs> the Duchess now is dead, Layla. Darling, won't you solve this grisly crime? <laughs> so Layla Riddle says, Mousebreaker, what did you mean by it? Did you ever wonder who tastes dog food when it has a new and improved flavor? I don't think she has ever visited me. What? <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe Mousebreaker is one of her cats. Mm, yeah, that's that's a weird but okay name for a cat. <laughs> It's kind of hard. It's kind of badass. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking mouse breaker. That sounds like the name of a cat in the Game of Thrones universe. It sounds like a na- the name of a cat wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of a cat wrestler's finisher. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so that doesn't help much, but maybe Transformer will know what to do with that. Yeah. Um... Ooh, um, Ethan Bowen said something. Ethan oh. Bowen said, I have no idea where she got it from. This wasn't a lie. I, I'm pointing at the bread as I said that. <laughs> so uh, who who are you to, uh, to, to Duchess Madeline Hicks? Um, I'm kind of like the handyman that, you know, comes around mm, if she has, okay. you know, someone's invading the duchy or if she needs like something off a high shelf or something like that okay um i kind of do any kind of things around the house and i think she's into it <laughs> okay before you said that i was gonna say that i was i was hoping that it was a kind of like tuesdays with madeline situation even though you're the bad boy but yeah you know that makes more sense mm, nah, it's friday nights with madeline if you know what i'm saying oh no i i do i guess <laughs> You know, I'll say the thing that uh, Ethan Bowen said to uh, to Cleverbot. <laughs> um, who's Cleverbot again? Cleverbot is the, the, drunk, the drunk Tanner Barrera. Ooh, okay, so uh, I took what Transformer said, which was, "I have no idea where she got it from. This wasn't a lie." And Cleverbot said, "To dance." Okay, she got it to dance. The bread? I'll say that. He said, what time is it? <laughs> I knew he would play the drunk perfectly. Um, it's, it's still nighttime. It's only 8 p.m. We had our dinner an hour ago, and it was just cocktail hour now. You had cocktail hour after dinner? I guess that's a thing. Uh, maybe not cocktail hour. More like, you know, port and cheese. Port and cheese hour. Yeah. Four to five is cocktail hour. Five to six is happy hour. Six four to, to five is dinner is hour. Cocktail hour. Five to six is four to five wine. <laughs> four to five to wine. Four, I was trying to say fortified wine hour. Would be four to five to wine. <laughs> we okay. I'm we have saying four all to this. Five to, glasses of wine in that hour. Four to five glasses of fortified wine. That would <laughs> fuck you up. Um, <laughs> We had dinner an hour ago, and then it was, oh, God, clever bot. He said, oh, okay, but it's morning where I am. That's a really dismal, alcoholic way to say it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> uh, he's saying that 
even when he's drinking at the appropriate time. It's not for the appropriate reasons. <laughs> it's morning where I am. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to say to write with Transformer, Tana Barrera said. Man, clever bot. I just had like a chill thinking about like. Oh, someone, people probably say something like that to Cleverbot all the time. Then I was like, man, someone who said that to Cleverbot when they were like 14 might have like got married, had kids and died since Cleverbot said that back to us. Like it's like the echo of a ghost. Jesus. Okay. Somebody said, what are you looking at? I don't know what's going on, but we are on a very busy road. Who do you think said (laughs) that? It doesn't say who said that. Maybe the dandy, uh, Maximilian Nielsen. Yeah, I think I think that must be him. He hasn't spoken up yet. Um, and yeah, he doesn't mean we're literally standing in the middle of the road. I think he's saying, you know, anyone could have gotten in. We're, it's not like we're in some secluded castle. Like we're on. Yeah. The manor is right on I-95. <laughs> <laughs> right on I-95 yep. near like Bethesda, Maryland. I was um, also thinking of like that stretch of I ninety five. That's very bizarre. Um, Maybe it's actually like that Masonic temple. It's the it's a Mormon. Uh, by Masonic, yeah. I mean more Mormonic, or is it Mor- Masonic? Mormonic? Yeah, no, the it's the Mormonic temple. Um, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess this is. <laughs> I don't actually I don't know who's saying this. This man I'm telling you is the murderer. I'm gonna um, say that I think somebody what, what, wasn't Tiana the first you. one that said they were sure of who the murderer was. Or? Uh, well, she said, "My God, she must be the murderer." Um, oh, yeah. So now a different woman saying, is claiming that a man is the murderer. Yes, yeah. Um, maybe that was. Um, I think it might be look, Eve. I don't know. That might be Eve. Eve. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think Doctor Kirby and uh, Eve are pretty opposite in everything it's like yeah. an opposites attract thing like they are they are married but yeah they every, everything one does the other thinks the opposite yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna accuse um i'm gonna say she was accusing uh clever bot's character um yep. tanner barrera oh uh this might be over now because he said it's too easy to say yes <laughs> actually i don't know what he means by that what it's, did you ask him? I said, I just said, this man I'm telling you is the murderer, said Eve Ward. And he just said, it's too easy to say yes. I think he means like it would be too easy if I just True. said yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't think it was him. Why would he have bread and not just eat it? Uh, I'm going to say that you whispered this over to uh, Layla Riddle. Yep. Oh, she said, and why not? Perhaps it was part of an experiment. Ooh, so I think she might be turning it around on Tiana. Mmm. Uh, I turn towards Tiana and say, yeah, what if it was part of an experiment? You were the first to accuse. <laughs> I don't, uh, maybe this, I don't know who's saying this. Uh, and I think you could argue that if you could, you could make your own way. I don't care what anybody thinks about you, the guy. You, comma, the guy. Uh, I would say I know who said that because... Okay. Could you give me the text of that again? Sure. Um, and I think you could argue that if you could, you could And make I your- think you could argue that if you could. <laughs> yeah, it's the dandy. <laughs> I don't know about you, guy, pointing at me. <laughs> he, yup, 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 yup. All right. Maximilian Nielsen, who uh, I believe is a hairdresser by trade. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Uh, 
<laughs> well, wait. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you... Wait, so... You said that, and then the next thing that the Transformer said is a quote. What do you mean? Quote, what do you mean? As if somebody said, what do you mean? <laughs> that is very jarring. You say you want to get arrested for the crime? Who? who? <laughs> uh, I think that's maybe E. Oh, no. Has anyone accused the dandy yet? No, I don't think so. Okay. Maybe that's, uh, maybe that's actually... Layla saying that because I feel like me and Layla are kind of on the same team here. I think so. Yeah, it seems like you guys have a bit of a camaraderie. Um, I think we have something more than that. Maybe a bit of chemistry. <laughs> okay. Wow, she responds so fucking fast. She's wait, I forgot. She's the old cat lady. Um, do do you do you mean you and me have chemistry? Is a good topic. Sure, chemistry sounds like a good topic. Sure, it's an interesting topic. Do you know Avogadro's number? <laughs> Why do you want his number? I'll give you my number. <laughs> really good. <laughs> she said, oh. She said, because my mouse breaker taught me to want it. But I don't need your number. Everything I need is provided for me by mouse breaker. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. I feel like I gave you the wrong Mitsuku, because this one talks a lot about Mousebreaker. Mouse <laughs> That's, I think, the name of, like, the website it's hosted on or something. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's it's already happening. Why? Oh, no, and it works perfectly. I mean, Mousebreaker. Yeah, I mean, one would argue that that is perfectly, isn't it? <laughs> um... Okay, I'm gonna throw this conversation into the Transformer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're adding another character to the mix. Uh, quote, the most important thing about this world is not for you to be able to make a good decision. Albert Einstein. <laughs> I think that's somebody quoting, <laughs> quoting Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein. Um, perhaps the mad scientist, probably. Yeah, I'd say so. Oh, somebody said... You don't need to know anything about this world. I think that's Eve saying that. <laughs> you need to know the things about the world that make you feel that way. That's definitely yep. Eve. <laughs> They're doing their double act where <laughs> yeah. one is science, the other is feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will, I'll, I'll let the drunk weigh in on this. Yep. Do you know what the greatest illusion of life is? Who is he directing that to? Just all of us? <sighs> yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, I think you. I think that's a good line to uh, let Transformer try to compete yeah. for him. <laughs> oh, he's he's on one. <clears throat> oh, oh, yeah, he's 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 losing it. Do you know what the greatest illusion of life is? You have a beautiful friend, a beautiful person. You have a beautiful life. You have a beautiful life. You have a beautiful life. And what can you say about that? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I think he was saying that to uh, Tiana and Eve, yeah. not knowing that they're married, calling yes. each other beautiful friends, being, <laughs> you know, kind of an old-fashioned way to refer to homosexual couples. Yeah, yeah, you have a beautiful roommate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ooh, okay, actually, this is probably, uh, let me see if I can figure out who said this, it might tell me. But, okay, somebody says, I love your mother. Her eyes were always shining bright, and I know it's so hard to find love here in America. I don't know what to say. So my guess is that who, who is the daughter or who is the, the child of the Duchess in this, in this scenario, do you think? 
Oh, maybe the um, drunk. Maybe, yeah. Like he, I was thinking he's like an old drunk, but maybe I was thinking he's too, like, but maybe he's not. Yeah, maybe he's just like a kid, like yeah, twenty year old dude that's just like Tanner Barrera Hicks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what the fuck? And uh, okay, so uh, I don't. I love your mother. Her eyes were always shining bright, and I know it's so hard to find love here in America. I don't know what to say. Uh, Tanner Barrera said. And I'm out here on the other side of a jet of a jet black hotel mirror. Oh, what? I don't know. He's on the other side of a <laughs> mirror, so he's trapped in a mirror dimension. Yeah, but also a jet black mirror. Is yeah. it like a scrying mirror? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eve, what's? Did you bring this giant hotel mirror? <laughs> hotel scrying mirror. <laughs> She's just like holding it up and he's just standing on the other side of it. <laughs> we still don't know where this bread came from. I'll, I'll, you, you, I'll say you whispered that to uh, Layla. <laughs> she wants nothing to do with you, man. She said, by we, do you mean you and me? <laughs> I mean, you, me, and Mousebreaker. <laughs> and Smokey. <laughs> She said, I haven't heard anything like that before. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I misinterpreted you, ma'am. Uh, I'll be over there. She said, yeah, that's right. You're not the boss of me. How far, <laughs> How far over? <laughs> How far over there are you going to be? Give me an exact figure. <laughs> I'll be three meters over there. <laughs> I don't know anyone. <laughs> know anyone named three meters over there but who's uh, on third first? base yeah. <laughs> uh, <coughs> um i turn towards maximilian and tell him any and ask him any idea where this bread came from okay <laughs> the first thing you hear from me is this very strange strange sound it's so strange to me it doesn't even make sense uh, Maximilian, are you feeling okay? Did you eat any of the bread? <laughs> yes, but the bread has a strange sound. It's ticking. It was like you were try just trying to figure out what the whole thing was. What? <laughs> I look over at Tiana trying to read her body language. <laughs> she says, yes, I'm pretty happy right now. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. Body language expert. She also said, I hope I'm doing the right thing for the family and not getting caught. <laughs> now, when you say getting caught, what would you be caught doing? Is this you and Ethan, an Ethan character? Uh, no, let me oh, get okay. into character. Now, uh, when you say getting caught, what would you be caught doing? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a good person, said E. I'm assuming is Eve calling her. <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, I've been called a bad boy, but I think I'm a pretty good person. I say, raising one eyebrow. <laughs> um, Eve says, Maximilian, your sister is a good girl. You've been a good girl, too. Actually, that's not an Eve voice. I don't know what Eve voice would be. Eve voice would be like, Maximilian, your sister is a good girl. You've been a good girl too, said Eve. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hold on, the very end of that reminded me of a different 
character voice, but I can't place it. The, Madeline is Maximilian's oh, sister. Oh no, I got rid of it. That was awful. Uh, too bad, so sad. <laughs> uh, what, what, what? Do you think Madeline is Maximilian's sister? Mm, perhaps. I'll have you, you can ask Layla. Layla, were Madeline and Maximilian related? <laughs> she said, but Layla are not anymore? Uh, does that mean she's dead? <laughs> I don't know. She just asked Layla, you. did you eat any of the bread? She said, <laughs> she sent me a picture of a lovely sandwich and said, no, I do not eat the bread. <laughs> I eat only kebabs. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> Mouse kebabs. She said, what sort of music do you like? <laughs> now she wants you. Uh, I'm moving on. Do you have, okay. I know Transformers no longer trained on any of this, but uh, I want to ask Maximilian, was okay. Madeline your sister? Ethan asked Maximilian. What's the matter, little sister? You got my word that I've got to stay here with you, but you're not going to let me stay with you any longer. She raised an eyebrow. <laughs> Madeline? <laughs> she playing dead the whole time. <laughs> this is just dinner theater. <laughs> This is like this the is play like meta dinner wrong. theater. Like I still have to solve it, but like we all know she's not really dead. <laughs> or maybe, uh, well, how does a black mirror work? I was gonna say maybe her reflection raised an eyebrow. Mm. But can you see a reflection in a black mirror? Is that the point, or is that the opposite of the point? Couldn't tell you. Well, actually, why don't we take stock for a minute? Do you have any idea who you think might have... Like, do you do you feel like you want to make any accusations? So, the most suspicious things to me... So, first of all, um, you would you would be somewhat suspicious of, like, the son mm -hmm. and the brother who might stand to, like, inherit something. Mm -hmm. But they both seem to not know what planet they're on. In fact, <laughs> they both seem to be... Uh, like they might be suffering right now too. And they might not, they, they kind of don't even know, they seem like they don't even know they're related, but they both know that they're yeah. related to Madeline. Yeah, and I would say, so Cla Layla seems to have things under control to some extent. She only eats kebabs anyway, so <laughs> she hasn't been poisoned. Um, and she's seeing things my way, and she thinks that this was an experiment. So that just leaves the mad scientist and her spiritualist wife who brought a hotel length black mirror <laughs> to this party. Uh-huh. Yes. I think that they are up to something. I think that they as a double act might have done it. Okay. Why don't I uh, I I I like the idea of most things you are just kind of whispering to Layla over here. Okay. Yeah. I'm getting suspicious of those two ladies. I I don't like the look of that black mirror. Are you looking forward to getting that? What do you have against the look of that black mirror? She said that loud enough so everyone could hear it. <laughs> uh -huh. um, I ask Eve, what's the purpose of that mirror? How did everyone's names fit their character so well? Right? I do not know. <laughs> oh, Eve, uh, so what's the purpose of that mirror? Ethan asked Eve. Honey, I thought it was pretty funny, the girl said and leaned back into the chair. What did you think was funny? <laughs> that was a funny question, Eve said. <laughs> funny how? <laughs> Do I amuse you? <laughs> You're a very I... attractive girl, Maximilian said. 
What? You're a very attractive girl, Maximilian said, against all odds, quite honestly. <laughs> to Eve or to to me? Maybe to you. <laughs> I think everyone's just confused about the meaning of the word girl. <laughs> and I think everybody's just really gay. <laughs> I think everyone's a girl in this situation. <laughs> It's like an old-timey way of calling everybody sis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Maximilian, I don't know if you're dying or trying to distract me, but I think Eve's behind all this. <laughs> um, don't you think this has something to do with your sexuality, asked Eve? <laughs> Uh, I, I look at my feet and turn away and say, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's a question about my sexuality, Maximilian said. <laughs> okay, like, I can't make this accusation because it would be accusing myself. But now I'm starting to think that Madeline caught me and Maximilian banging in the mansion. <laughs> Got him banging in the mansion. It wasn't Eve. <laughs> okay, uh, do let's let's maybe uh, let's see if the drunk wants to weigh in at this moment. I'll just say the last thing that Maximilian said to. Sure. <laughs> I think it's a question of my sexuality. <laughs> I love like I love the trope of like an old timey gay who like is supposed to be keeping it under wraps. He, but just like, yeah, he's so cannot. camp that he can't help but re reveal that his lover is the murderer because the joke works perfectly. <laughs> the role of the dandy will be played by by Charles Nelson Riley. Uh, it's a question about my sexuality, Maximilian said, and uh, the drunk Tanner said, "Are all your thinking words predecided by some human?" <laughs> Um, <laughs> what are you saying, that he's some kind of puppet? I have no idea. I was hoping you might know. <laughs> um, in character, perfect. <laughs> chef's kiss. Um, Ooh, the chef's kiss is the name of this murder mystery. <laughs> Ooh, the chef's kiss is the name of a new comic book I'm working on where, uh, Gene Simmons cooks you a meal. <laughs> it's actually an ASMR video. Uh, okay. Eve, Ethel, and the other girl on the couch were discussing how to avoid looking like that black mirror. Ethel being Layla's nickname and the other girl on the couch being Madeline. Tiana. Oh, oh, okay. Hey, Ethan, what are you saying? Asked Eve. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying anything. I'm saying that uh, I, I haven't been with, I haven't seen Maximilian around this house ever. The girl on the couch sat back in her chair, leaning her head on her lap. <laughs> Madeline? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I guess the girl on the couch could mean almost anyone. I hate this. You're doing well with that girl, she said. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like she doesn't have... <laughs> Like she doesn't have some kind of sexual orientation, Maximilian said. <laughs> uh, I'm not so much into 
into dead girls. And what kind of sexual orientation does she have, asked Eve. (laughs) (laughs) Awful. Um, I'm going to have to let the Transformer keep going with that. Oh, you know what I hate about it? She's a fucking spiritualist. She's probably into dead girls. (laughs) Gay spiritualist. (laughs) Uh, What did you want to do? I I said I think the Transformer has to keep on going. See if anyone wants to answer that one. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know who's saying this. Maybe it's Eve. Maybe it's, it's probably Maximilian, I think, actually. Could be Madeline. Could be anyone. Let's hear it. <laughs> she has a great deal of fun with it. She's a lesbian, but not like most other lesbians. She has sex with everyone. That's, That's definitely Maximilian <laughs> pointing to his dead sister. <laughs> That's who I've been with her for. She has fun with it. <laughs> and, then, and that's oh, no. a, that's an end quote. And then the next phrase, it's unfinished, but it just says, I think you need to get some help. <laughs> <laughs> says Ethan as he leaves. <laughs> okay, who killed this fucking lady? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Um, uh, why don't we... What, do you want to... Let's pull Layla back in um, while we wrap this up. Well, let's, let's let's make some fucking accusations and try to get somewhere. Who do you think actually did it? <laughs> I think Tiana killed... Used some kind of poison, mm. chemical poison, to, po- to kill Madeline. So her uh, wife, who is a lesbian spiritualist, <laughs> oh, who says... No. It's okay if it's in the afterlife. Oh god. So her so her spiritualist wife would have a fun <laughs> lesbian who hooks up with everyone <laughs> to to hang out with and all. She's a lesbian, not like most other lesbians. She has sex with everyone. <laughs> Okay, do you want to whisper, you, you want to say your accusation to Layla so you guys can maybe, uh, cor- like, you yeah. can talk about it a little bit? Okay, so you Layla, think- Layla, I'm getting creeped out here, but I think Tiana did all this. I'm a little disappointed that it wasn't that they're revealing that I was gay. <laughs> Are you looking forward to getting that? Someone called Tiana often visits me. I wonder if she is the same person. Oh, no. Oh. I think, uh... <laughs> I think that maybe they targeted Layla at first, and now mm. Tiana's the target. I mean, and now Madeline became the target. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want? To, how do you want? To, how do you want to do this? Tiana, you're under arrest. <laughs> you pull out a badge that just says "bad boy." <laughs> <laughs> you pull out a, a badge that says "gay boy," and you're like, "Oh no, that's wrong badge." And then you pull out one that says "bad boy." It says "bad boy" with a winking emoji, and it's signed Maximilian. <laughs> um, quote Tiana, and then narration. I was stunned. <laughs> what? I don't know. The narrator was stunned. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Tiana, what is, or maybe this is probably Eve. Tiana, what is the case? And Tiana says, you think I'm too crazy to know? And then somebody says, it was all true. I was arrested by police and there was no reason for me to get arrested. I I say to Eve, who said that? Who said that? Like a spirit? (laughs) 
Yeah. Who said that? Ethan asked Eve. I guess it's just me. Who was arrested? Eve said. <laughs> the police, Maximilian said. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, uh, I hold the bread to Tiana and tell her to take a bite. Uh, don't worry. I'll handle the matter. I'll handle the matter. All right. You know the police. This is the case. I've been on the run for two days, and I found myself caught in a trap. Wow. I'm so scared. I know. I just know Who it's over. What's? Wh- why are you on the run? What's happening? Has Madeline been dead for two days? <laughs> you guys had dinner with her, and then you're like, there's something weird about her tonight. <laughs> Madeline seems tired. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Why are you on the run? Yeah. Because it's all a lie. You know that when you go on the run from a police officer, you're going to be found in a trap. Yeah, but why are you on the run from a police officer? (laughs) Maximilian butts in and he says, and I don't mean in the traps. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I don't know how he means that. Is it like IBs in the trap? (laughs) But why are you on the run? Ethan asked again. Because of the fact that I was caught stealing. Because of the fact that I stole and you stole. And all of this stuff and all the other shit I did on a daily basis to steal. (laughs) You did. You committed crimes on a daily basis so you could steal? (laughs) She's just like a kleptomaniac. (laughs) Uh, I ask, but then did you kill Madeline? God. Baked God? (laughs) Baked God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay, actually, I'm just going to leave it here. Yeah, Madeline responded. Uh, what? <laughs> um, I turn towards Madeline and say, did you just say that? No, it was a lie, Madeline replied. Oh, she did it vaguely in her brother's voice. <laughs> they so- I mean, they're I siblings. Can- they sound similar. I can finally see the resemblance. Yeah, here. exactly. <laughs> Uh, I'll, Are you I'll, not I'll dead? I'll this to the drunk and see if he has anything. <laughs> Was this all a misunderstanding? Like she fell asleep for a while after eating some bread? He's, he's so good. Uh, Tanner Barrera, the drunk, says, You're talking about some stuff so I can't understand. What is your point? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, I turn towards Madeline and examine whether she is dead. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry to put words in your mouth, but you were shot with a BB gun, Ethan asked Madeline. (laughs) There was a tiny BB gun concealed in a baguette. (laughs) Um, Um, Are you okay now? Someone shot her with a BB gun, then like knocked her out with a baguette. Uh, yeah, you were shot with a BB gun. You were shot with a BB gun by you, Madeline continued. Wait, I was shot with a BB gun by me? Wait, when she says you, does she point at anyone? Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, she points at Ethan. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) That's clear. Yeah, I shot myself with a BB gun because I thought you were dead. They say you'll shoot your eye out, but they don't quite say you'll shoot your heart out. shot myself with a BB gun because I thought they were dead, Madeline says. You thought 
Who did you think was dead? I thought you were dead, Madeline replies. Why did you think I was dead? (laughs) Because I wanted to find that little red button on your head that I said to myself I was going to pull over and go to pick it up. (laughs) Madeline, you're drunk and dead. So I announced to the group, so she's alive. I guess no one's the murderer. I'll see what uh, I'll see what Layla has to say. Maybe she might even get the last line. We'll see. Alive is she? That is a rather <laughs> that is a rather sweeping generalization about people. <laughs> yeah, I want to announce to the room. So since she's alive, I guess nobody's the murderer. <laughs> oh, well, why are you dead? Madeline asks. I look through the mirror and realize that I've been dead the whole time. And scene. Yes. <laughs> that was the sixth sense. <laughs> I, yeah. Man, you never, uh, you, that, that twist in the sixth sense, it really gets you. Oh my god. That was a colorful cast of characters. Uh, that was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would say shockingly well performed on all accounts there no i like the 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 maximilian character even some i mean maybe we were just like putting him on but like i feel like even when i deleted everything like he came back like exactly as he was supposed to be yeah maybe that's yeah that's something about the name there that like all maximilians are like that yeah uh that was she's not like a normal lesbian (laughs) that is such a good fucking quote (laughs) uh well uh that was what did we say the name of it was i don't know uh yeah oh the chef's kiss bottle of red bottle of fright the chef's kiss is what we said it was but uh yeah the chef's kiss but uh yeah that was that was the chef's kiss um coming to uh coming to an off-broadway theater near you soon i'm assuming you coming to an (laughs) off-broadway diner near you 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 all live in in new york city right so there's like ostensibly an off-broadway theater near you somewhere um, Surely any theater near you, unless you live in New York City, is an off-Broadway well, theater. yeah, but... The- West End, off-Broadway. Yeah, but I, you don't really call it's the West End the West End, End. Off-Broadway. it's off-Broadway. <laughs> Fair, okay. It's not like certified <laughs> off-Broadway. Well, no. It's just not on-Broadway. Certified off-Broadway. Um, all right, well, yeah, like we said, we used um, a bunch of things. We used, um, that was... Uh, well, Justin in the role of Ethan Bowen. Give him a round of applause, thank everybody. You, thank you. That was uh, Mi- Chatbot Mitsuku in the role of. That was Mitch Hedberg <laughs> in the role of Tiana. Um, that was uh, Mitsuku in the role of the cat lady Layla Riddle, and Cleverbot in the role of the drunk Tanner Barrera. Tanner Tanner Barrera. And Tanner right with Transformer, as he calls himself, <laughs> right with Transformer in filling in all other roles, which uh, the the da- Maximilian, Eve, Tiana, and Madeline Hicks didn't think that she was going to get any speaking lines, but she did. Um, and uh, if you uh, if you would like to um, if if you would like to like we said if you, if you if you have anything you want to talk if you have anything you need to talk about you can come to us at any time. If um, you have any papers you need to write for Cooey, you can talk to us about them anytime. Um, you can you can tell us you can tell us anything um, about robots specifically or not whatever you can tell, you us, can anything. tell us anything. We'll keep your secrets yeah. for you. Um, 
And we're not like most lesbians. We're not like most lesbians. We were bi. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. Um, uh, you can uh, email us at robots at batcamp.org. You can um, tweet at us at robot typewriter. Um, and actually, if you want to see some of the, there, there's some stuff that I retweeted from Cooey on the robots uh Twitter, if you want to go check out some of that stuff, you can see uh, some pictures of Justin presenting his papers. Yeah, you can see a lot of uh, Kui 2019 stuff from the Kui 2019 Twitter True, yeah. or from my Justin HCI Twitter. Yeah. Uh, it's normally just my professional Twitter, so not much fun on there, but <laughs> Kui stuff's fun. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, you can check us out on Twitter, and, um, we live on a website called Backcamp, and our theme song is Video Challenge by Anamataguchi, and... Uh, um, why don't you just ask Transformer, uh, what to write for Kui this year? Okay. How about just a good Kui paper for 2020 would be about... <laughs> a good paper for Kui 2020 would be about a couple of things. <laughs> I thought it'd be about a couple of pages long. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, wow. A good paper for Kui 2020 would be about a couple of things. First, Kui's current level of innov- innovation is very low, and there isn't much data <laughs> on the actual numbers that we have, so we can't tell you how well or poorly Kui works. That's part of that's accurate. <laughs> yeah, we don't actually have data about our conference yet. Well, that's, yeah, you can write a paper on that. It's probably not what they're looking for, but... That'd be weird if you wrote a paper about <laughs> Cooey for Cooey. Yep. Beep TNX Cooey.